Welcome back to the Stooks Podcast. With me tonight, I got Matthew, Logan, and Paige. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? Awesome. Y'all are awesome. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact before we start, I met Paige in college at Mississippi College. She's, uh, she's, how old are you? <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> no, legitly. 27. 27. So, I show up, you know, as a 20-year-old, bright-eyed, straight out of JUCO. Actually, I went to Mississippi State first, so it's really not that bad. That's right. <laughs> And so that's how we formed our, our friendship. And then Logan, I've, you know, party together. Yeah. Christian, you're <laughs> actually the reason that Logan and I are dating. Yeah. Logan uh, saw Paige on my Snapchat, slid up, and the rest is history. Yeah. Well, now we have a house together. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Paige came on. She is, uh, this is our first ever crime episode. And if it goes well, we're going to do more. Yeah. So lead it off. Okay, um, we're doing the Carrie Farver case today. How do you spell Farver? Is it like Farve? F-A-R-V-E-R. Okay. Farver. Okay. Um, close, close. So before I start this, I just want to get y'all's like opinions or like definitions of like stalking or just like anything you have to add around the subject of stalking. I mean, stalking, I feel like it's pretty... Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it's you but know. But like some people I mean, like think, a guy on a tree watching you in their house or something <laughs> like that, like a peeping tom. I mean, like some people are like, like no, I could like, never be stalked. I'm too like on my A game. Well, like social media, you can stalk somebody just like continuously like keeping up with them, knowing all the facts about them. Yeah, yeah like I can know in their routes, knowing what they do throughout the day. <laughs> like exactly. Like shout out to <laughs> shout out to the greatest of all time, Joe Goldberg. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, yeah, goat. Yeah, Will like, Bellheim, you know, whatever you want. Whatever you want to call him. I mean, he's he's, he's the legend. best. He he can take one photo and find where you live. The greatest serial killer of all time. So we're all on board that stalking is like real and it can really happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay. I, I do it all the time. I look at people's Instagram. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't stalk to the, to the point of, you know, I show up at their house, but I'll go Ladies on your Facebook. We got them. <laughs> like you start on best. one person's Instagram, you end up on like their distant relatives, exactly. like moms. Yeah, exactly. And the Wikipedia uh, rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. Christian oh, likes to go down. I, I'm telling you, I can go from, you know, LeBron James all the way to all the people on the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Like, that's at Wikipedia. It just, I click on one thing and click on another and just keep going. I gotcha. Okay. Same way with stalking. You go on one photo and you can find out, you know, their aunt, Amy, sister's cousin, you know. Oh, yeah. I stalked Logan before we went on our first date and I thought he was married. I straight what? up asked nice. him. Yeah. To who? He was dating some girl. Who? <laughs> there was a picture and he had to wear a ring. Pass, pass. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like we're not bringing that up. Bringing up okay all right so let me start this um so i want to give credit to two of my sources um two of my all-time favorite podcasts we were listening to one on the way over here um wife of crime that's my all-time favorite what, what's what, what is wife of crime is badass yeah like, what do they do so it this girl named jess tells her husband russ they live in new york she does like what i'm doing she researches and then she tells her husband the story and he reacts and russ is from the bronx and he doesn't believe in anything so he just pretty much like gives it, it straight like gives his honest opinion he's like <laughs> they were talking about uh their a kid was seeing ghosts he's like kid's broken get rid of it <laughs> <laughs> He's like, his brain's broken. That's when you gotta get another kid. (laughs) But yeah. Get him off a cliff. Yeah, Wife of Crime. That's that's the best podcast. Um, And then the second is Murder with My Husband. It's the same scenario. Um, If you want more info on the episode we're about to talk about, you can go on Hulu. It's a 2020 case episode, season 43, episode 7. Hey, I watched that uh, the other day. It was on. Actually, my mom was watching it. It was for... Uh, this case? No, no, no. It was for oh. Gabby and... Oh, yeah, Brian. And Brian. Yeah. It was very interesting. So that's where you can find it. Um, okay. What an, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's... All right, time out before we start. Why do you have a Clemson shirt on? Um, Braden, right. It's Braden Galloway, uh, number 88 on the back. You know him and Mackenzie on like TikTok and Instagram? No. Okay, well, I'll show you later. Okay, whatever. Anyway. So I did not a Clemson fan. No, just a Braden. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, fan. Oh. As I say, how do you feel about this season? <laughs> uh, <Clap>. Yeah. <laughs> no Trevor, no wins. Okay. Um, so let's set the scene. It's December 5th, 2015, nighttime. Oh, this is recent. Well, yeah. Well, fairly recent. Yeah. I was a um, senior. I was in like ninth grade. Maybe we were chewing on some fucking. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Real <laughs> ASMR shit right here. 
Oreo cheesecake blast from Sonic. Okay. Yeah, continue. Thank you. Um, so it's in Iowa. It's at a dimly lit park called Big Lake Park. Now, this park is huge. It has around 200 acres, hiking trails, many small ponds, lots of stuff for kids to play with. Like, it's it's a really big park. So police get a 911 call from a woman, and she's crying, saying she had been shot while taking a walk through this park. The woman said she was on a walk to try and clear her head because she'd been dealing with a lot of stress like, lately and briefly stopped on a bench to rest. She said that while she was sitting down, a woman comes up behind her and shoots her in the thigh and then runs off into the woods. Was she wearing her hunter's orange? <laughs> yeah, so fun. What the hell? <laughs> why, why do you just randomly run out of the woods, shoot somebody in the leg, and run back in? That's it's like what... wrong turn five or something. <laughs> So, can you re-say that? Like, I, I got to wrap no, my No, when you it. said sitting on a bench, it, yeah. you said it fast, and you, I thought you said, the reason why I cracked up, I thought you said sitting on a bitch. I was like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> she was in a park. She stopped to rest. She was sitting on a bench. Okay. And somebody came up behind her and shot her in the thigh and then ran and then, off. Yeah. That's it, thigh? Did she die from that? Well, she's telling us the story. Okay, she? okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Sorry. Okay. Um, so it all started three years earlier, the fall of 2012 in Omaha, Nebraska. The man at the center of the story is Dave. He's our main guy. Dave is newly single and has two kids from a 12-year long-term relationship with a woman named Amy. He recently moved out, got his own apartment, and was into the online dating scene. He is a mechanic and in his 30s. So where's the lady from the bench coming to this? That's the backstory. I'm getting to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense now. So, uh, w- one day at work, a lady came in looking for someone to repair her Ford Explorer SUV. David soon found out that her name was Carrie, and the two were instantly attracted to each other and began small talk, just a casual conversation like the weather and whatnot. Um, Carrie was a computer programmer, had a 15-year-old son. That's just the, the information he got from her in that convo. But after her car was repaired, she left, and Dave just could not stop thinking about her. Um, a few days later, he was on Plenty of Fish, that dating website, and yeah. he saw Carrie That's on there. Website? Wait, what's the name of it? Plenty of Fish. Plenty yeah, of Fish. Plenty of fish. All right, wait one like, second. It's like Christian Mingle yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave saw Carrie on there, and he messaged her. They started messaging back and forth and decided to go out for coffee. So they're both single, yeah. Yeah. Okay. After a few dates, Dave invites Carrie back to his apartment for some drinks. The night would lead to I'm some sure. disturbing <laughs> events, but not the kind you're thinking about. After they no, got fifty shades, <laughs> got chains downstairs. <laughs> After they got back to the apartment, the doorbell rang, and it was a girl named Liz that Dave had been casually seeing. Remember, he's newly single, just got out of a twelve-year-long relationship, playing the field. So, so Liz Liz came by to pick some things up she had left at the apartment previously. You know how girls mark their territory. They leave stuff at your apartment. So they can come back and then ruin your next relationship. That's how it always is. No, if you're single, you tell them to take their stuff with them when they go. Don't leave nothing behind. I left stuff at your house before we were dating. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you did not. I had like a toothbrush or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, see, I was carrots. <laughs> they leave like a little bitty thing, so you think they take all their big stuff, and they're like, wait, well, I got to come back. Go, tooth- go buy another one. Toothbrush is easy to lie about. You just, oh, that's my buddy's. So what happened to my phone charger? Oh, I'm not glued to phone charger. I'd say that too. Okay, so. <laughs> um, it's at Garrett's house. Yeah. So Liz came out to pick up some things she had left. Carrie wasn't phased by this, but politely excused herself and left. The girls passed each other in the hallway, and that was it. That was the extent of their interaction. So, Carrie lives about an hour away, and she drives home for the night. After Liz finally got her stuff and left, Dave called Carrie to apologize about the encounter, and she actually invites him to come to her house to continue hanging out. Wait, who who invites him? Carrie, the girl he met on Plenty of Fish. Okay. She drove an hour back to her house after... The girl, Liz, came to pick up her stuff. Mm-hmm. So Dave made the one-hour drive to finish hanging out with her. Okay. Um, nice. I guess What a guy. Nice, yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Stand up, dude. I've done that. Logan did that. We lived an hour away. Yeah. What? Oh, pocket to Madison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driving to state to Clinton. It was a bitch of a drive every weekend, but... But you did it. I did it. <laughs> um, so yeah, one thing led to another... And Carrie stops Dave, and she told him, hey, I don't want anything serious. It's just casual. 
And she's like, are you okay with that? With some dicks? <laughs> he was obviously happy about that. Obviously happy. <laughs> obviously. Um, they maintained their casual thing. She actually worked near his apartment, so they would often hang out and, you know, like, hook up at his apartment, sometimes have dinner, and then she would drive home. Kind of like a friends with benefits situation. Yeah. Of course, yeah. So, of course, yeah. After a few weeks of this, Dave started seeing how smart and funny she was and started reconsidering the just friends with benefits thing. How it always happens. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody always falls. Yeah. So yeah, he... Hold up their end of the bargain. He caught feels. He caught yeah. feels. Um, he told her that on the days she has to work late, she can just stay at his apartment instead of having to make the hour-long drive after a long day. She accepted the invite. She even had a drawer at his place. Mm-hmm. Set a whole drawer. So, thir- Tuesday, November 13th, Carrie stayed with Dave, and he left for work at 7, told her bye, kissed her, everything was normal. At 10.30, while at work, Dave got a text from Carrie that said, Hey, I think we should move in together. He said... No, I'm not ready for that. I'm having fun, but definitely not looking to move in with anybody. And she texted him back, fine, in all caps. I never want to see you again. I'm seeing... I thought he was catching feels. He was, but he wasn't ready to give up, like... Oh, he didn't want to move in, but yeah, he, he didn't want to move in. Her. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was just starting to like her. Um, she said, I'm seeing someone else. I hate you. Leave me alone. So Davis obviously shook, thinking he dodged a bullet. He never replied to any of those messages and just continued on with his work. Throughout the rest of the day, he received multiple texts with things like, I hate you, you're an asshole, go fuck yourself. Eventually, Typical. <laughs> eventually he had to turn his phone off because he was receiving so many messages and it got too distracting. They had been seeing each other for only three weeks at this point. Three weeks, she wants to move in, man says no and she gets pissed. Yeah, well I guess she wanted to save some gas. They got that good dick or something. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to Carrie. She is um, mid-30s from a small town in Iowa. She's very outgoing, smart. You know, she's a computer programmer for a big tech company. She is a single mom to a 15-year-old son named Max. She's super close to her family, especially her parents. Like, she would call them every day, sometimes multiple times a day. What's her name? Carrie. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to, like, keep up with the other girl, too. After she had her son, she had postpartum depression and had a hard time regulating her moods. She would have really high highs and really low lows. She was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but with medication, she responded very well to it and was able to manage the disorder without anyone ever noticing. Sometimes she'd go off her meds. She didn't like how numb it made her feel, uh, but then she'd get back on them. That's actually common with people who are on mood alternating medications. Wait, uh... Okay, never mind. No, I'm just wondering, like, doesn't everybody, like, have some type of, like, bipolarness or whatever? Is that just, like, an excuse to get drugs? I don't know. Maybe hers was worse, though. And then, like, it's like those commercials where it's, like... Drugs? It's, like, um, you know, you take this drug. It's, like, take this drug if, like, you want to feel better. Side effects. You might want to kill yourself. uh, Bleeding from the inside. Yeah. It's got, like, 50-year-old people holding hands, walking in the park, (laughs) smiling. And they're talking really fast, saying, "Uh, you might want to kill yourself. Uh... (laughs) Um, so while she did have this personality disorder, she didn't engage in any risky behavior or randomly like going off somewhere, spending all her money, etc. like some manic people tend to do. She was very involved in her son's life, and with this tech job, her family said she was doing the best she had ever been. Her son Max knew she was seeing someone named Dave, but she kept her dating life separate from her relationship with him, so he didn't know anything other than that. So, the same day that Dave was getting all these messages from Carrie, you know, saying, I hate you, I'm seeing someone else, whatever, whatever, um, Carrie's mom picked up her son, Max, and she started getting all these off-the-wall texts from Carrie. One said, hey, I'm moving to Kansas for a job and won't be back till next week. Um, She said she was going to look for a place to live. Her sister was getting married the next weekend. She promised that she'd be back in time for the wedding, but she never showed up. So... Clearly, her family's worried about her and her mental health, but they're still getting all these strange texts from her, seeing random posts on Facebook, um, so they don't really think too, too much into it. Her mom, Nancy, reports her missing, but police didn't take it seriously because she's a grown woman and her family still has communication with her. But Carrie's mom mentioned her being bipolar, so that was essentially more reason for them not to take the case seriously. So she didn't show up at the wedding? She didn't show up to her sister's wedding, no. Oh, that's, that's a red flag. 
100%. Just wait. Okay. Over the next few days, Dave gets hundreds and hundreds of mean, rage-filled texts. A lot of these are focused on Liz, the woman that Carrie saw the first night she went to his apartment. Um, the girl who came to get the things she left. Dave is super confused because that night Carrie seemed super unfazed and unbothered by Liz. You know, she was like, this is super casual, no big deal. Um, but then... Liz calls Dave saying, hey, some woman is texting me. This is getting out of hand. She's saying awful things about me and you, and she's constantly messaging me. So 10 days go by, and Liz comes home to find her garage vandalized, and in spray paint, it said, whore from Dave. And the police were like, who is Dave? It's like that TikTok, who's Todd? <laughs> um, so they go to the mechanic shop where Dave works and they question him, but he shows them all these crazy messages he's been getting from Carrie and the police are like, okay, well, something's obviously up. Like, they're not going to arrest him because obviously he didn't do it. Meanwhile, Carrie's mom, Nancy, has no clue of any of this happening. Weeks have gone by and she's still getting texts from Carrie, but Carrie is refusing to come home, refusing to call, refusing to talk to her son, Max. So her mom decides to take full guardianship over him because of the uncertainty. Carrie's now missed tons of family events, holidays, and even her dad's funeral. She's super close with her family, so it's really weird. It's been a few months and now Nancy is convinced there's more going on than just a mental breakdown. You look like you have something to say. It's like, how, like, how, how do the cops not get involved at this point? Like, she missed her sister's wedding and her dad's funeral. Because they think and she's... And not coming to take care of her 15-year-old son. They just think she has this personality disorder. Like, she's just going off the wall right now. She'll be back when she wants. Y'all still So, have... is Dave and Liz back cooking up? Yeah? Or no? No. Okay, so she's... They're just communicating about the situation. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Um, so Nancy, Carrie's mom, gets a text from Carrie apologizing for missing the funeral. So Nancy decides to test her and replies back with, I won't believe this is really you unless you call me and I hear your voice over the phone. But she never receives a call. Then Nancy and a few of her friends go over to Carrie's house to check on things and they notice that all her clothes and winter coats are still home. And it's weird because they're now in the winter months, so clearly she would need those mm -hmm. things. Now, the text toward Nancy take a turn and become really mean. Things telling her she's a terrible mom, her dad was a terrible dad, but remember, she had a great relationship with her parents, so this is just super odd. At this point, Dave and Liz are getting harassed by the hour. Dave said he would get at least 200 texts a day and over 50 to 100 phone calls. He even changed his phone number over and over, but every time he changed it, she would still get in contact with him. He what? would answer... He would answer the phone, and no one was on the other end. It would just be silent. She'd keep calling and calling and hang up. He literally could not escape the harassment. Dave got horrible messages from Carrie that were about Liz saying stuff like, I hope she kills herself. And then Liz would get messages from Carrie saying she's going to hurt her if she doesn't break off all communication with Dave. So she threatens her kids and her life on multiple occasions. Couldn't they just block her, the first text message? I don't think in 2012 you can. I thought it was 2015. Yeah, this was 2015. I thought it was 2015. No, it all started in 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the, the, but the actual crime was crime. 2015. The crime was in 15. Okay. Yeah, okay, so okay. it's a time period of three years. Yeah, remember she missed, you know, some holidays and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah, thank cool. you. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm over here listening. I got you. At least one person well, is. I am you've listening. Only, I'm it's listening just, too, and you've only said a couple months. That's yeah, two I'm, months. No, she's just saying like a couple months have gone by like in, from that time period where she's talking about to what she's talking about now. She's like, a couple months have gone by. Da, 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 da. I don't but we're still in 2012. Yeah, if, yeah. if Liz and Dave aren't hooking up, like why is she... Maybe it's yeah, not why her. Is she yeah, Maybe it's obviously, somebody else. Obviously, I yeah. don't yeah. think yeah. it's her. Yeah, but it's KO'd her. My thing, like, is, oh. my, my thing is like if Liz and Dave aren't hooking up, there should be no reason for that type of contact, which means believe that, you know, something else has gone on I just want to know how she's still getting his phone numbers. Yeah, if he's changing. Exactly. Maybe he works at like AT&T's got all the books. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> this yeah. person that kidnapped, I think he's like, obviously it's not her. Well, whoever it is yeah. works at AT&T's got the, got the books. Got the hookup. Yeah. Um, so a few months later, it gets even crazier. Dave starts getting texts like, I'm watching you. I see you sitting in your chair. You're wearing this and that. The text would repeat the errands he ran throughout the day, what he was doing, what he was wearing, literally following him, you know, giving updates on his day. 
he wasn't scared for his life at this point, but it was just super creepy. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I, it would be creepy, but I mean, I no, yeah, not stay strapped at all. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some crazy bitch going to come out and get me. So, in January in 2013, we're in 2013 now, there was a random vehicle in his apartment complex, and he realized it was Carrie's Explorer. And he knows her car because, you know, they've been seeing each other. He worked on it at the mechanic shop the day he met her. So, he knows her car. So, he sees her car at his apartment complex. Um, but a quick timeout. There are two different states looking for Carrie at this point. Why? Okay, Iowa. She's been missing for a year. Yeah, I know, but why? What, what, well, why the other? So, oh, because she was going to Kansas. Yeah. Okay. So, Iowa and, well, it's Nebraska, actually. They're really close on the line. Dave and Liz and then Carrie's family. Mm-hmm. So one is Iowa and they're looking for a missing person. And then Nebraska is looking for a stalker that's harassing Dave and Liz. Okay. So the people in Nebraska take this car in for evidence that they found at the apartment complex. And they search it and it comes back completely clean except for one fingerprint. And it's left on a mint holder in the center console. The print doesn't match Carrie or anybody in the FBI database, so essentially it goes nowhere. It just goes cold. That's the only thing they found in the car. Five months Sheesh. go by. What? Sheesh. <laughs> Five months go by, and Nancy, remember that's Carrie's mom. Yeah. She gets a phone call that said Carrie is in a homeless shelter downtown. So she rushes there because she wants to see her daughter. She calls the police, and she's like, hey, someone just told me this info. Can you meet me down there? So they all get to the shelter and realize it was a mistake. It wasn't Carrie. So, a little, little you know, misdirection. A little false hope. A little goose chase. Yeah. <laughs> so, in May, Carrie makes a Facebook post and said, I've answered enough questions. You can believe I'm me or not. I'm not missing. I just don't want to come home right now. I asked Max to move in with me. Remember, that's her son. Mm-hmm. But he didn't want to. So, when I'm ready to come back, I will. I'm sorry I hurt everybody, but I did this for me. So, Max lives with his dad. With no Max lives with her mom. Uh, okay, okay. Remember her mom took yeah, guardianship. Yeah, yeah. Um, after seeing that, Max decides to reach out to her on Facebook. She won't answer any of his texts, so he feels like this is the only way to reach her. He messages her. Messages, messages her. It's okay. You're fine. Keep going. You're doing good. Anyway, and says <laughs> <laughs> and says hi, and she says, "Hey, little man, how are you?" He said, "I have three questions that'll prove you are my mom." One, what's my middle name? Two, what's the name of our first boxer, like the dog? And three, what's the name of my best friend? And she never responds. Meanwhile, the stalking of Dave and Liz has escalated. They're both now receiving thousands of messages like texts and emails threatening violence. She starts claiming that she's going to kill Dave, stab him in his sleep. So Liz and Dave start calling her Crazy Carrie. And while they're hanging out together, they both receive messages back to back. And think about it. Being in a situation like this where it's just two people, it brings you closer because you're going through it together. Like, you're the only two people going through this, so obviously you're going to have a bond. Or they're doing it themselves. No. Ain't no way. You don't think so? I I don't know. Like, that's the only thing I can think of because, like... Wait, what? Like, they're actually texting each other. Because obviously, well, I mean, if you got they gotta have phone. her phone. Uh, why can't they like connect cell phone towers and see where these text messages and phone calls are coming from? Probably didn't have that technology in 2013. I'm sure yeah. they did. They sure they did. They didn't yeah. use it on some crazy Karen. Yeah, so, or yeah. No, no, I, I get it. But like at the same time, like how else will they get you know the same number over? And over? You're talking about Liz. Well, just think of it. How many Liz how many people day. do you think you text a day? Okay, I text. Honestly. I, I, like I don't like it's Snapchat. Like well, you, uh, you may get lucky to get a text out of well, me. This dude's receiving a thousand texts and emails a day. I yeah, mean, this is this I is. Work, yeah, <laughs> I work all day. I don't have time to send exactly. two thousand like, messages. So via text, whoever this, email. yeah, whoever this person is, whether it be Liz or Dave, you know, or some random, or some killer. random that like you know, I I don't know. Okay, so before we go off on a tangent. Being in a situation like this, just the two of you, it brings you closer together because you're the only two experiencing it. You're the right. only two going through it together. So Dave and Liz eventually start dating again. 
Dave was honestly impressed by Liz's loyalty. Like, he brought this crazy girl, Carrie, around, and Liz still stuck around. Um, still putting up with it, you know, all of it. So he starts to fall in love with Liz. And he becomes numb to the stalking now. I guess it's not really the center of his focus now. I guess Liz is. Um, it's been around a year, and he just starts being unfazed by it. Um, one day he gets a text, and it's a picture of a woman who looks like Liz, and she's tied up with duct tape over her mouth and in the trunk of a car. The text message from Carrie says, I have Liz. You better call her and tell her you hate her and she's a whore or I'll kill her. So Dave obviously calls Liz and he was like, are you really tied up in the trunk of a car right now? And she says no. And they start laughing about it and how nuts all of this is. And they just laugh it off. A few days later, he gets a link sent to him with a fake obituary for Liz made by Carrie. In the obituary, it writes, I didn't know her very well, but I do know that she's a whore and a man stealer. Thank God she's dead. What the fuck? Yeah, so things really started to take a turn. Okay, now like, okay, now am I like thinking like, could it still be one of the two? Like how, like, this is... I don't know, it's getting pretty this deep. A, this, this, a little, this is starting to look like some Joe shit. Like, like to create, like if they did it to create an obituary, like to continue to make it, th- I don't know, that's wild. Maybe some like random dude that likes either Karen or Liz. Yeah, is there like, is there like there's got to be an, a different player in this game? Okay. Like that just like what if it's Max? So one night, Liz frantically calls Dave and she says her house is on fire. Someone is burning down Liz's house. Luckily, Liz's kids weren't there, but two dogs, a cat, and a snake are killed in the fire, and the house is burned down. Literally. Burned down. I was the gonna house. say she could she could have done that herself to get that that insurance. But. So now Dave feels yeah. bad and thinks it's his fault for bringing such a crazy person into but their nobody, lives. Nobody in their right mind would kill that. Well, I mean, a serial killer might kill their dog, but yeah. I don't think a serial killer would kill their own dog. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, That's why serial killers only friends their dog. Yeah, yeah. Killer else. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, two weeks later, Dave shows up to work, and on the front of the building where he works, it says, Dave beats women in fluorescent orange spray paint. And clearly that's embarrassing, because this is his business. It's his mechanic shop. And it's like saying, the owner of this place beats women. Um, On the one-year anniversary of the first day of Dave and Carrie, um, you know, I guess when they went to coffee, he got an email titling, To My Husband. And it's a picture of a knife and says she's been hanging out in his apartment building with this knife. So now he gets scared and he goes out and buys a gun. Um, Carrie starts monitoring his social media. Anytime a woman comments on his Facebook, they get a message from her. Like, leave him alone, you're disgusting, you're a whore, etc. So at this point, it's been two years. The stalking is a daily thing. It hasn't stopped, but the case goes cold. Does he not, like, go to the police about the stalking? It's been two years. Yeah, he He does. does. Yeah, but, like, how did, did, like... All they did, remember, they found her car, they took it in for evidence, and they found that... I I get that, but, like, I'm, I'm still mind blown that they can't track down where this like these text messages and this phone call they may not be invested enough to spend their time and money on just a stalking case that's not two years it's just over the phone let me and i don't really think it's dave or whatever because one i don't think the man would do this two years in a row for it to just like go nowhere like he like if the police isn't taking like a big priority in this, like why would, he keep, lost why would he keep doing it, keep doing it, keep yeah. doing it, keep doing it for somebody that's one? If if he already killed him, like if if I kill somebody, I'm not gonna want to keep like keep it up, yeah. keep it up, yeah, and, and like, bring attention to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that, that makes no sense. I don't. I, I think in that point, like ruling out yeah. Dave, yeah, is, like, I, smart. yeah, yeah. I, I and if it's Dave, he's not gonna mess up something that he's gonna have to end up spending money to fix. Exactly. He's not gonna paint his own shop up. Fluorescent orange or whatever that she said. Yeah, I, I mean that's just. It's starting start to look like old girl, for now. So, like I said, it's been two years. The stalking is a daily thing. It hasn't stopped, but the case went cold because literally nobody knows where Carrie is. So remember, Nebraska is looking for a stalker, and Iowa is looking for a missing person. Okay. Uh. So while I was away, like going back, um. So, who? Which girl left their stuff at the apartment? Liz. Liz left her stuff and she purposefully came back and got it. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. 
So there are two different officers in Iowa that are super into this case, and they're like, a single mom from a happy family goes missing, claiming on her own accord, leaves her life behind, and only communicates digitally. They had a gut feeling something else was going on, so they decide to volunteer to reopen this case and take it on. They decide to work at it at two angles, one to prove she's dead and the other to prove she's alive. They saw the bipolar diagnosis, but they didn't consider this an issue. One even mentioned it in an interview that there are tons of people with that and it's irrelevant. It doesn't explain this type of behavior. So they push it aside and they don't focus in on that. Remember the the first, when her mom reported it, she said she was bipolar and those cops were like, hey, we're not doing it because she's bipolar. Okay. So they found her bank account has been touched untouched for two years. I'm sure they found other things, but it wasn't mentioned in this podcast. All cash transactions. Well, it was untouched for two years. So yeah. no withdrawal, no deposit. Yeah, I know, but like obviously she's getting cash from somewhere. Oh. The officer who's trying to prove that Carrie is still alive finally comes to the conclusion he literally cannot prove it. So now both officers start to think Carrie must have been dead this entire time. So if this is the case, who is playing the role of Carrie Farver? The investigation changes from a missing persons case to a homicide. Carrie's mother has been saying this for months, so thank goodness the officers came along, because if it weren't for them, Nancy may have never been validated in her feelings with her claims that this isn't Carrie and her daughter would not act like this. So the officers call in a forensic digital expert to find out who has been sending the texts, emails, doing the phone calls, all of that. After they got data from Dave's computer, it was a total of 15,000 emails. They got Liz's... In two years? Yeah, 15,000. They got Liz's phone data and actually found a photo of Carrie's Ford Explorer, but the photo was taken before Carrie went missing. Mm. They also found five phone calls made to Carrie's phone with a Star 67 that were made before she went missing. They also found a picture of Liz tied up with duct tape over her mouth in the trunk of a car. And it was taken with Liz's phone. So on Liz's phone, they found a picture of Liz tied up in a trunk with duct tape over her mouth. You got to leave. She sent that yeah. picture to Dave, too. So the next clue they found finally linked Liz to Carrie. A few months after Carrie left home, she texted her mom that she was selling all her furniture and that she wanted Nancy to go unlock the door so that the lady I sold it to can go pick it up. Her mom gave her a hard time and questioned that, so Carrie said, fine, I'll send you a pic of the check. Um, so Carrie sends her mom a picture of the check, and it was signed by a woman named Shana Goyer. Liz's full name is Shana Elizabeth Goyer. So this officially linked Liz to Carrie. Sheesh. So their investigation led them to believe that Carrie is dead, and Liz has been impersonating her. They compared Liz's fingerprint to the one they found on the mint container in Carrie's car, and it was a match. But they still can't prove, without a shadow of a doubt, that Liz killed Carrie, only that Liz has been impersonating her. So the cops show everything to Dave, and he's in denial because he remembers times when him and Liz were hanging out together, and they both got messages from Carrie at the same time. He's like, how would she send those messages while we were hanging out together? What about the vandalization in the garage and the house burning down? What about Liz's house literally being burnt down to the ground with her pets inside? Yeah, with her dogs. Yeah. That's crazy. So... <laughs> Liz apparently goes to the sheriff's office to file a harassment report. Like, years later, she finally files harassment. And one of the two officers from Carrie's case were there, and they overheard it. And he decides to take this as an opportunity to interview Liz, but he pretends he doesn't know anything about the case, and he's just there to help to be on her side and take her report. So Liz tells him all about the harassment she's received over the last couple years, but says... All this time, we thought it was Crazy Carrie, but now we think it's been the mother of his two children, Amy. She's the one who's been stalking us. The officer says they will definitely look into it and ask if he can do a download of her phone to retrieve messages that she has on file. He says, if we download your phone, we can get everything compiled and see where this is all coming from. She says, okay, and signs the authorization form for them to download her phone data. Now they have access to all the phone records, but what Liz doesn't realize, when you're the suspect in a murder case, they can also legally access all of your deleted messages. So when she signed the authorization form, that wasn't clear to her. She thought they were just downloading messages that were currently on her phone. 
Meanwhile, the gun that Dave bought a while back after receiving the picture of the knife from Carrie, it's missing. He calls police and tells them he's starting to really be scared for his life. Six days later, a 911 call comes in from Big Lake Park, and the woman who has been shot is Liz. Liz tells police that Amy, the mom of Dave's two kids, is the one who shot her. Amy actually had an alibi, and it was quickly determined that Liz actually shot herself in the leg. And you caught that. Yeah. I'm a legend. (laughs) So Dave now knows all of this, and he can't deny it, and comes to realize that it's all been Liz. The texts, the emails, the calls, the vandalization, killing of her pets, house burning down, shooting of the thigh, it's all Liz. So the forensic digital analyst deputy that's been working on the case tracks everything back to Liz's device and finds that she's been using an app to schedule messages. She'd type all the messages and schedule them to come out at random times throughout the day. So now Liz is still not arrested because they want to keep collecting evidence to be strong enough to pin her for the murder of Carrie. So two weeks go by after she gets shot and they bring her in for an interview for the Carrie case to try and get her to incriminate herself. So they use a tactic and decide to lie to her and say that they found remains when they actually hadn't. So Liz shifts the blame to Amy again, and the cops decide to play a game with her, and they side with her and pretend she's going to work with them to catch Amy. The cops say, we need your help. If you have information to prove that Amy did it, we need your help. If you can get any messages from Amy that can somehow prove she murdered Carrie, please do it and contact us. We need to build a case against her. And they knew by saying that, Liz would cooperate because she wanted Amy out of the picture. She wanted Dave by, like, all to herself. Mm-hmm. So Liz believed she was always smarter than everyone and one step ahead. Remember, she's been keeping this up for a while now. She didn't think she could get played, especially by the police. I mean... All right, so hold on. I, I have a question. So how did... Wait, is there like a messaging app you can change your phone number? So how did... How was it constantly saying that it was Carrie? Well, remember... Well, if it was on the messages like on the phone. fake phone yeah, calls the, and stuff like that. Like, hey, I just hit your yeah, car, and you type in well, their name, their type of car, and all that kind of stuff. We did that in high school. Yeah, but he's talking about every time Dave changed his phone number... Yeah, so how, how did... All right, so I'm assuming when he got a text message, it said Carrie on it, correct? Yeah. Okay, how how was she able to use Carrie's number? You take her phone? She had an app that would schedule messages yeah, I know, but to they come found, from this number and say Okay, this. that's what I was asking. Was it yeah. an app? Okay, because they found the messages right, on yeah. Liz's phone. So I was like... Yeah, okay. Like, was there an app? So I'm assuming, yeah, that, that is so, a few days later, she starts. Yeah, there's an app for that. She starts sending cops these supposed messages from Amy, and the cops are like, "Cool, see if you can get her to talk about details." A few days later, Liz sends them an email again, supposedly from Amy, saying details of Carrie's murder with really graphic details in it. Um, Amy, in quote, describes stabbing Carrie multiple times and then burning her body. Cops know that because fire. <laughs> because Liz is so obsessed with Dave that her worst nightmare would be if Dave and Amy got back together and if Dave moved back in with Amy. So the cops call Dave and they tell him to move back in. And they say, hey, tell Liz you want to work things out with Amy just to see what Liz will do. After Dave moves back in with Amy, Liz calls the cops crying, asking why they haven't arrested Amy yet. She says, look, I've sent you all this proof. She did this murder. Why haven't you arrested her? And the cops say, we still don't have enough evidence for a case, and they need more details before an arrest can happen. A few days later, Liz sends them more emails from Amy saying she killed Carrie in the Ford Explorer. So now the cops can treat the car as a crime scene instead of just evidence. They go and search the car again and find blood under the seat, and the blood matches Carrie. Liz actually had a warrant for a traffic citation, so they used that as a way to bring her in and arrest her for the warrant. Shortly after they brought her in, they start talking about Carrie. While in the interview, the two officers got a search warrant and went to Liz's house where they found a video camera, and it was Carrie's video camera in Liz's home. On it was the last recorded footage of Carrie two days before her death. And it was a recording of her being angry that someone vandalized her Ford Explorer with spray paint. So cops finally have enough to arrest Liz and start preparing for trial. 
Liz hires a guy named James Davis, a defense attorney, a guy who's a legend in this area. He was smart because they knew that since they didn't have a body, they couldn't, without a shadow of a doubt, connect her to the murder. So he pushes to waive the jury trial because it'll take a long time, you know, to get the jury in and it'll give them more of a time to go out and find the body. So essentially, if he pushes the trial and waives the jury, it's the only advantage he has. So they waive the jury trial. Dave and police have another meeting and Dave remembers a tablet that he used to have and tells them it's now in storage, but Liz used to use it and she had put an SD card in it at one point. So the cops got the tablet and the SD card and found a ton of deleted images. In one of the pictures they found, it was a decomposing foot and on the foot was a tattoo. The tattoo was Carrie's tattoo. So Liz kept pictures of this decomposing foot. She deleted it. What an idiot. But she had it for a while. So it was just proof that Liz was in the presence of Carrie's dead body. So Liz is put on trial and charged with first-degree murder and sentenced to life, and it's still in jail today at Nebraska Correctional Center for Women. She's still claiming her innocence and says she didn't do it, that it was someone else. So all Carrie did was go out with a guy and then got murdered, her reputation ruined, and all the stuff her family had to go through is made out to be a crazy stalker. She literally got murdered and her reputation got murdered, so it's like she got killed twice. All of this over a man man i did you see that coming what no okay so whenever whenever i I started putting pieces together that obviously like it was definitely when the fire like that's that was a little over the top yeah i was like holy shit what I know you. No, he called something. it. He knew it. He as soon as you left, I was like, as soon, I'm telling you, as soon as you looked at, I was like, hmm. Like I was already thinking, like 15 steps ahead. I was like, hey, read read that uh, first part again, that opening part again. And I was like, wow, she doesn't say a name about who got shot. Uh, who got shot? And I was like, so there can only be three people that have been mentioned at this time. I was like, the mom, mm-hmm. Carrie, and Liz. I was like. Carrie couldn't have been shot if this was 2015 because she's gone. Like, if this was a missing persons case, she's not going to come back just to shoot. I was like, and the mom, she's only like here and there, so it could be her. But I was like, this Liz person, like, it it was like all the stuff that was happening while we were talking about like them two leaving a toothbrush at each other. Like, they, or she said that people would leave random stuff just to make sure they can come back. And, And I was like, well, that's what Liz did. And she saw old girl with Dave and I was like Carrie doesn't care that it's like uh just like casual or whatever that's what she wanted I was like nah this this don't this, this don't seem to add up this Liz yeah I was like so so whenever whenever she said that I was like I think it's Liz that shot herself in the leg I think I think Liz was the one that did it and she kind of like caved and like oh I, I could I don't have a poker said, face and she agreed said, well, so I, like I guessed it like right there and I was like the whole like uh Ford Explorer being there and like the whole like not responding to it. So obviously it couldn't have been uh, Carrie doing all this stuff. I was like, it only could be two people that I had, but I was like, went full force. It ain't my there. boy Dave. Yeah, it ain't my boy Dave. Dave just looked like a pussy. It didn't make any sense for it to be Dave. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. To like, my, my thing about Liz is like, like if, if you, like she, obviously she's not a smart person because like why, why keep evidence? Like I would have destroyed well, the phone. I would have got another phone. I would have got was another an SD phone. card. It's SD card. No, no, no. I, I know, but I'm talking about the messages. Like I'd have, I'd have oh. chunked my phone in the lake. Well, it when matter. she when she signed it, she thought yeah. they were just looking at messages that were on her phone at that moment. Mm. She didn't know that they were gonna go. Yeah, but I would have. I would have used a different phone. That's, a burner yeah, phone. A burner messages. phone. Yeah, that's why you. But if you use yeah. your own phone and just chunk it, well, I mean, there's ways they can pull up. Yeah, you know, I I definitely would have used a burner phone. And two, like. Still, like, why, why, why keep the camera like that? Why keep the video camera? I guess because it had been going on for so long, she had gotten more comfortable. And didn't she... think they were gonna like actually go in on it and like. I got rid of everything. And and the funny thing is, you're, you're saying like, I'd have burned uh, the car. You're saying, There's no way that you can. Now I know this is obviously a fictional. No, show. it's real. No, it's this like, is real. Oh, he's talking about you. you. Oh, I'm talking about you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know this is real. <laughs> Uh, you like you know how he burns his house. The house in season three he burns his house. He cuts off his own toes to show like the. I was like, there's some crazy people out there that will 
Like, if they know they're about to get caught or they know, like, or they actually want to... Uh, save you know, themselves? Yeah, save themselves, get the cops off the trail. Like, they'll do some crazy shit to not go to jail or whatever. Yeah, like, but she, she don't methodically think about this like, like Joe was. Joe Joe was... Joe saw the garden, you know. He, he kept an antidote. Yeah. Like, man, man on top of his game. Yeah, so... I mean, I, I, I kind of figured this one out fast just because there was only a few people in play. And, like, it could have been an outside person, but I, I really didn't think it was. So I, it was. so I had to read it back. I was like, wait wait a second. Uh, can you read that back for me? Bring it back one time. Yeah, she she took the bait. She's like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, if she like knew that me. I, like, knew something about it, she wouldn't have read it. But I was like, hey, read that, read, read read that, that one. Time. I was like, dang, he's so invested in my story. That's why I wasn't talking much. I was like, okay, okay, okay. okay. Play <laughs> me. No, I, like... I, I, again, like, I, if, if I'm, you know, homegirl, I'm not, I'm not keeping any evidence using a burner phone. I'm burning the car for one. I'm not, I'm not just going to leave it at a scene. I'm burning it. I'm burning everything. But it's weird that the cops didn't find the blood I'm just gonna make in it, it look the like first she time they searched it. I still think that's weird. Make it look like she disappeared. Well, why they searched it just because it was there and he saw it in the parking garage and so he just like, hey, come yeah, look at were. this, because yeah. they were looking for her. So it's her car. So he was just looking at it as evidence. Well, that state he lived in Nebraska, didn't he? Yeah, that's well, they were the state. A stalker, not a murderer. So that's yeah. No look for blood. So they. Yeah. Yeah. So probably they were just like, cool, cool explorer, yeah. whatever. Nice. I think it, I think it took way too long to figure all that out, especially if there's, man, like, why did she use the explorer to like? You for uh to transport the body like what an idiot and then bring it back. Well, you know it's her DNA, her own DNA in her own car. I know, but yeah. the blood's in the car. That's what I'm saying. She well, and it le- it's under the seat, so maybe she didn't your see metal it. Open, slice your finger open, get blood in your truck. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe she didn't know that there was blood under the yeah, seat. Yeah, she, she may she have knew, cleaned it she up. She might have cleaned up the well, other stuff on. on the... She stabbed her multiple times, so there's probably, probably a lot of blood going around. Yeah, so she probably, she, stabbed her. she probably did some, you know, deep Vincent cleaning, you know, yeah. deep, uh, what is it when you uh, clean out somebody's car really nice? What do they call it? Deep clean? No. <laughs> we had that done to our house today. What, yeah. what the piss do you call it whenever you clean somebody's car all the way? Detail? Detail, yeah. She, she probably did some <laughs> mad detail. Well, yeah. thank you for uh, <laughs> clearing that up for me. Nah, like, I would have sold, like, if I would have transported the body, I would have sold my car for parts. I just, yeah, like, I just it, sold it to somebody to let it have it stripped, and then they can do whatever with it. Even bleach can't fully get rid of blood. Mm. I've, heard, I've heard that on podcasts. Really? Yeah. I was about to say. Because they try to bleach the crime scene, and, and they still <laughs> they can still find it. She's too invested. Yeah. What this keeps you? me thinking about how... If, this keeps me thinking how crazy women are. Yeah. Women. Hey, well, See, I, mean, no, no, I want to say Dave that the, is a man. Dave didn't do nothing. Dave, Dave, I mean, Dave um, what's the dude's name on you? Joe. Joe. Oh, or well, Will, yeah. whichever season jo- you're watching yeah. at this time. <laughs> um, but that would, see, this is what I got a problem with the, at the end of this podcast. You said all for a man. Man, this man was just <laughs> trying to date. Dude, yeah, he was just it's living. all a woman. Yeah, he's just trying she's to get I had to throw that in there, though. No, he was just living his life and yeah, but she did all this stuff all. Because of a man, like she was, yeah, like, she pulled a Joe. She it, did pull a Joe. I'm doing no, this for love. No, she did it. I, she pulled a love. She didn't pull a Joe. Joe would be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, season I mean, three, Joe would have been like, "Yeah, that. season three, Joe is trying to find his other woman." You it's know, the same. like yeah. Dave, it's and the then same. some love girl comes in out of nowhere trying to. So maybe it. she's just on her first season. Yeah, the only difference between Joe and Love is that Love did everything like. Just didn't even think about didn't it. Didn't think about it. Joe's is Joe very had a methodical. Plan already. Yeah. And if he, and he had a plan B and C. And if and if he uh in season uh one, you know, if he played the season one he just killed somebody like like randomly, man already like did this four hundred thousand times. He already knows what to do. Yeah. Like he so he just thought of something off the whim or kept him in a box. Love would kill him in like random places and be like, All right, Joe, clean it up for me. <laughs> What'd you think about this? The story? Um well, the reason I picked this, I originally had, like, a different mm-hmm. case, but I wanted one that could relate, like, men and women. Oh, I was about to say, what do you mean relate? <laughs> no, it's something that, oh, like... <laughs> hey, man. Hey, love oh, you might want to run, bro. You might need to get it. You might be Dave right now. You better leave. No, 
I just wanted a case. Wait, hold on, hold on. At the very beginning of all this, we talked about an ex, and he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, oh, shit, I could be. Uh, what's, up, what's up, Liz? Yeah, you, you just, what's hey, up, Liz? Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> he did blink twice. <laughs> No, I, I no, I really, I really enjoy this. This is definitely different than anything we've done, and I'm, I'm definitely. It's like normal podcast stuff too. Like yeah. people talking about crimes and whatnot. Yeah, no, but we've never talked about crime. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm talking about like that's what people are interested in. Yeah, like, yeah. That's why they're so big on we, like Spotify. I mean, we can do this once a month or whatever. You're welcome. <laughs> no, seriously, if y'all down, like we can do this once a month. Yeah, I mean, once a week. Is your mom yeah, gonna come in? <laughs> is my mom gonna come in? See, my mom is like. Like literally, I watched a crime episode with her the, the other day. Like she's oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, no, she's just absolutely trash. Right yeah, now. like she's <laughs> in there. So like, I don't know. What, <laughs> she's a nice guest. Down for like twelve seconds. Twelve seconds. Like, she's a nice guest. Yeah, she's like she this bitch is boring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Ain't, ain't no telling. Like she's she like she about to go take her medicine, and go to bed. Like she's in there. Oh my gosh. But uh, I want to like, it's closing this out. What do y'all think about, you know, Gabby and the Brian case? Ain't that wild? Um, I think Since Brian's like, still alive. I think he just pulled some of his own teeth and planted them there. Because I thought they found remains, like bones. What? Didn't they find bones? The life? last update I read was when they found teeth. I thought they found bones and teeth were a part, like, part of the remains. I don't know those details, but I know they found his teeth, and it was like confirmed that they were his teeth, but I think he's walking around toothless. Cause he, I mean, he put, he had to plant him there. His parents found him within the first like little while that they were out searching. Well, they told they told him like uh, when I was watching the episode, they told the police the spot that he would most likely be at, and but it was the water was too high, and so when the parents searched, the water had lowered, and that's when they found everything. Yeah, but wouldn't he have just because he had his flight? diary with him, that's, and it no. was. The parents are in on that. Yeah, the I, parents. I, yeah, I know, I know. Like a lot of the Maybe things about was the parents like, was crazy. Hold this info until I have time to get somewhere else, and then act like you're helping the police and say this is where I'm going to be found, and I'll plant some stuff there, and now you will look innocent. I mean, but it just gave him a head start. A lot of possibilities. I'm, I'm about to look to see like what remains they actually found if they've released something like that. But it's. Like the the guy went went about it all wrong. Like if I'm at uh the Grand Canyon, like I'm oh yeah, listen to I'm Christian's ye- I'm view ye- on it. I'm eating her body yeah, off it. It's cool. a two mile drop. Like and then I'm calling the police and saying, hey, my fiance was trying to take a selfie and fell off the ledge. I need help. Like, so don't ever. There's go no the Grand cameras Canyon out there with Christian. Yeah, don't yeah, look at the Grand if Canyon. You ever right find me. anybody in the Grand Canyon just laying there? It's a woman. It's Christian's woman. Yeah, <laughs> but two <laughs> miles deep, nobody. It's splattered like guns of like, a tomato. Like, so, like, and we've talked about this. What if like you push her off the Grand Canyon? You look up and there's some little kid just like with binoculars on the other side of the Grand Canyon. Somehow you're just like push him too. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen? You ever seen Hall Pass on it on no, Netflix? No, no, no. Any y'all? Okay, there's a scene at the end where uh, this this uh, one of the girls, it's one of the wives is trying to give her husband a hall pass. That's what it's about. Is like two wives get their husband a hall pass. Well, after the week, you know, they end up like not doing anything. They wanted to be with their wives. So at the end, this other husband, like this wife, was like, "Should I do the same thing for you?" And so he started thinking, and uh, so he like slept with this woman, and then the husband came in. He killed him, buried her. And then he killed her, buried him. And then the grandma comes out and is like, "Where's my, where's my, um, my, my granddaughter?" So then he kills her, buries it. And then he looks up. There's like four stoners standing on the roof, just like, "Whoa, bro, we saw that all." And then he kills all four of them and buries them. And I'm like, I guess it would in that situation if like, like you're a saw me, like, oh, have to go you, after like you getting yeeted, dog. <laughs> Gotta go kill him. Like that's just I, I don't the the guy like. Obviously, Brian Laundrie did it. Like, he strangled her, killed her. Like, well, why leave her body like that, though? Like, and what I don't understand, like, she was left for so long, and they still determined the cause of death. But then they found him, and they're like, oh, they're, we can't. Well, I mean, there's, what do you, the cause of his death? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, if there's only remains, you, there's not yeah, really anything to go Yeah, but how is he decomposed, on. and she wasn't? Because he's also in Florida heat, and so bodies decompose faster in heat again something i picked up on you 
because when the AC went out, you know, the the body started decomposing faster. And also, once you start to decompose, all, you know, all the animals are going to come and start eating on your body. So, I mean. Wait, how'd you get that from me? From, well, no, no I was show, talking about you. you. No, I was like, you looked at me when you said you. I was like, <laughs> I was like you. Fuck? I haven't done anything. <laughs> I picked it up from Matthew. You know? yeah. uh, I, I've seen him do it once. Okay, but, okay, I have another question. So, let's say you dig a 12-foot 12, uh, 12 hole and you put someone's body in there. And then you you put dirt in it up to about six feet and then you put an animal there. I've and heard then of them bury that. going so, three animals deep and still finding. So, you have to do four animals. Four animals deep? So that's what, 24 feet down? Something like that. That's a deep What if you found like multiple animals? Like, yeah, so after the third one, if like, you still go animals, again, you'd, yeah. Three you'd, animals. This bitch buried a body four animals deep. What, what, a, what a legend. <laughs> but we got to go get Yeah, them. because I'm assuming dogs would sniff out six feet deep. So you'd find a. Like once you get the first six, then you. That's why I didn't know if go like. Go it again, six feet. Maybe you can't do that. I, I don't know. Maybe, I know they've done it three, so try four and let me know if it works. I mean, I'm never going to try that, but... You never know. So someone's <laughs> actually dug... Deep sea fishing and toss some bricks to every single body part. And... Oh, no. That's what I, like... Let it go. They won't ever come back up. It's tied to bricks. Like, like Kate said... That rope does it somehow... <laughs> somehow no, no, use cable. What if, like, a fish, like, like a, I don't know. What the hell? Break a braided cable. I don't know. I don't know. Some, some, there's some weird stuff down there. Yeah, you don't know what's all down there. What if one of them bites it? No, yeah. What you, if there's, like, a, steel a cable? scissor fish? Then more power than a swordfish. Sword <laughs> sure. In the middle of the fucking ocean, it's going to take a long time to get back. Something else is going to eat it while it's floating That's up true. there. That's true. Yeah, it's... It, especially yeah. if you sink to the bottom, like the fish are just gonna eat on you while your body yeah. decomposes. You'll, you'll, you'll be there. You're like stuck. that Netflix show. Remember where the food was like going from level to level? That would be your body. Have y'all never seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. yeah thank you. It's a prison. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, and like it, it's stacked. Like there's levels of the prison, like a parking garage, mm-hmm. and their source of food starts out at the top floor, and it's like full, and then it just goes down to the very bottom floor. That and would suck it, to be on the bottom. Yeah, there's like no, no food. food. Like two grains of rice full. Shit, it's that. No, I yeah, it's. No, uh, I I I, I think it. I don't think getting rid of the body per se is like the hardest part. I think it's all the like the cover up stories like that you have to like if you're any you have a you have to have a really good alibi or like if you're any in any way like connected to that person like you're gonna get like yeah it has to be at. random yeah, yeah especially like Brian like. After he killed, like, like you know, you're going to be the main suspect. That is your fiance. It's always. And the fact that he drove the van all the way back to Florida without her, and no one Man, was just, just like, camping. was just like, yo, like, why are you in her van and she's not with you? Yeah, why are you camping, bro? <laughs> right after her death. Like, what? He needed a, a peace of mind. That was his uh, walk in the park. He was going to find a bench to sit on. And then, and then, like the the parents give him like a three day head start before they mention anything about it. Like I honestly, I thought he would go to Mexico. Like you can get from Florida to Mexico in three days. He's somewhere. He's not dead. That's though. where I would have gone. Don't I don't that went to Mexico. Dead. You don't think he's dead? You, no. You think he pulled out his teeth and? Yeah, that um, Joe, Joe again cut, cut off, off his, his toes. toes. Yeah, but like, I mean, think if they're in them. the back. How many teeth did he pull out though? Did he keep any? I don't know. I'm sure he didn't pull out like 36 teeth. Like yeah. He, or how many he probably pulled out like four his back teeth. Yeah, or if he really stuff. wanted to go incognito, he'd pull the front ones. Yeah, I mean, you can go get dentures in Mexico. That's true. Not, not any good ones, but enough some. to eat an apple. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to eat it sideways. I I don't know. Like if he's, I don't know if he's alive. I'd have to, like I said, I'd have to look up and see what remains are left. You think he's alive? I don't know. I I don't care if he is. (laughs) He's not affected. It don't affect me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If your doorstep the next day, like, 
Let's see. Hope You'd have to look up the roommate. If they found <laughs> Logan Mullins. would be like, who are you? Yeah. See, <laughs> he smiles, man's Mr. Deep. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. Dude, it's why I hit you. <laughs> no, you man, I pulled You want a beer? That case, uh, that case was r- about as big as, uh, well, no. huh? This was the one of the more. <laughs> no. This was one of the more bigger cases because, like, none, none of that shit hits my timeline. That hit my timeline. This well, is the it was first because she was Casey a blogger. Anthony. It was because that, like that's the one I was thinking of with the daughter. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's, one I thought you were about to compare it to. I was like, no, that shit was, was fucking huge. huge. Yeah, I know. Dude. I haven't seen one as big. That since, bitch that got off free for killing her daughter. Yeah, Casey, Casey Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. yeah, this case is that Casey Anthony. I remember being in the Memphis. one she put in her young. garbage bag, and then I remember being in Memphis and like all my like my uh, aunts and my uncles. It was like during Thanksgiving or something. It was some holiday because. There was no reason else I would be in Memphis um, besides to see family. And they had, like, Fox News and all this other stuff. Uh, no, uh, what's that What's that uh, investigating lady? She's got, like, the short hair. She's not an investigator, but she, like, does all this, like, crime stuff now. A reporter? I don't really watch kind the news. Of. It's not really she news. But she, like, has her own thing on, like, <laughs> news broadcasts, broadcasts and stuff. And, like, everybody was like, oh, she's... She's gonna get it. She, you know, she's not gonna be uh, innocent. And then all of a sudden, all this not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She was screwing the judge. Yeah, had to. Be. <laughs> had to be. No, but I, obviously, I don't think it got as big as Casey Anthony, but it was like, but like, I hadn't there. seen anything that big since. But with the social media, yeah, how it is now. It you was, know, she was already a blogger. Yeah, it was. Her whole life was online. It was huge because, like, like I said, nothing comes across. And then, like, I kept seeing it, seeing it, and like, I didn't give it any, you know, thought. Thought. But when I saw motherfucking dog the bounty hunter, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, this shit. I was like, let, let me read into this. <laughs> let me see my. I was like, man, all these investigators can't find shit, but I swear, if dog the bounty hunter finds this dude. I was rooting living, for dog to find him. I was too. Especially when he showed up at the parents' house and was like banging on the Nancy door. Nancy Grace. Oh. Nancy Grace. Okay, sorry. That's the reporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard she's legit. Yeah. She does all the stuff now, yeah. I think it was the start that was the like the start of her like actually getting into it like this. Was the Casey Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. I knew I knew I knew it was big time when I saw Dog the Bounty Hunter. When he was like banging on, on the parents like door, like telling them to open up, he wanted to talk, I was like Bro, I was shit. like, I want him to find so we can see this on the next Dogs <laughs> Bounty Hunter episode, man. That it'd be the number one show on oh, in America. Oh, oh yeah. Did y'all know he's only five seven? That looks huge. Yeah, I was about to say he no, looks yoked. This only like five nine, right? Uh, the Rock's only like six two. Really? Only. I'm the same height as the Rock. Yeah, you say I can get that big? Okay. I mean, uh, the Rock's I mean, the Rock's yoked. In the movie, Rock holds like helicopters and shit. Back. Oh yeah, in the movie. <laughs> he's a fucking. He's, he's than Captain America. <laughs> yeah, as I say, the Rock's fucking yoked, man. He 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 does it all. Nah, but I I did this. So I mean, I I didn't do this. I I enjoyed this. Oh yay! So definitely, um, if you if y'all want, like, we'll, we'll yeah, give us some again. feedback. What do you mean, can, like? Can they like? No, no, right like now. the listeners. Can they interact with y'all? Yeah, they can tell us what they thought about it. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like a lot of people will, will let me know about it. No, nah, this is No, nah, I I thought it, I I enjoyed this. This is definitely yeah. different than anything that I've done before. Just like bl- the blind reacting is the best part to me. Like yeah. getting to like hear about it for the first time and then Next like, time you can't leave because it yeah. gave them time to Yeah, yeah I, obviously like two seconds. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't plan on my mom like, just getting trashed and saying I had to go get her, so I didn't, yeah. I didn't expect that. That was because I, I was I didn't I didn't say anything at first, but as soon as he left, Logan walked out, and then I said I think I know who it is, and then you I really wanted, wanted to know, know, and I was like I think it's Liz, and she's like Why do you think that? And I, then I gave my like I said Read that thing, read the first thing you read back, and I was like. She shot herself. It had to be. And then you just gave it away. And I was like amazed because when I heard this story, like the first time I heard it on a podcast, I didn't put that together. I was just like. Honestly, I thought the mom had done it for because she wanted the kid. Oh, no. I knew it was either Dave or Liz because it didn't make sense how how they kept getting the same. I think I had like an advantage because I watched like criminal minds all the time yeah. to figure that shit out like I'd be like thinking about who did it like before the rift I was like uh, but once y'all said you know 
Dave, uh, like, he wouldn't have done that to his own garage. He wouldn't have done... Yeah, he like, wouldn't vandalize his own stuff. He yeah. Like, you think that... Well, Liz would, apparently. Liz, I mean, yeah, she Liz, burned she, burned, she killed her dogs. Like, women are crazy. Guys are more level. That's what I'm saying. Look, <laughs> here's the thing. You better sleep with one eye open. All, 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 women, all women have snakes in their head. They either got garden yeah. snakes or all the way up to anacondas. What do I have, Logan? Shit. No. Uh, <laughs> it depends on what day. One day it's a garden snake, and the next day it's a fucking python. python. <laughs> or a rattlesnake. Oh. Down and back, you know? Trust me. It's it's like that sometimes. He's sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> That's fine. I like the couch. <laughs> it's quite it's comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that was good. Nice. And that's a wrap for another edition of the Stooks Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, be a friend and tell a friend and help us grow this brand. We enjoy our fans and we would love to continue to grow. And if you didn't like it, then I'm, you know, just act like you didn't hear it. Big shout out to Paige and Logan for coming on. This was a very interesting one. Like, like I said, I never wanted this podcast to be, you know, confined to just a certain type of topic. I want to be able to reach masses. I want to be able to talk about whatever I wanted to talk about or whatever we wanted to talk about. And so we, you know, ventured off into crime. So I think you're going to be hearing a lot from Logan and Paige on here. This is, uh, I love the blind reaction. Like it's really, it's really cool. I've, I'm not the biggest guy on crime. Like I don't watch crime TV shows, but like getting to just sit here and listen to a story and try to figure out who the murderer is. It's, it's, it's definitely pretty interesting. So look forward to, Many, many episodes of that, and it's just all going to be under the category of blind reactions. Give us a follow on Twitter at NationStook, and feel free to interact with our tweets and our polls. Also, we have an Instagram page, at StookNation, so give us a follow there, too. I know completely two different um, handles, but hey, someone on Twitter took StookNation. Is what it is. But hope you all have a great rest of the week. Lift each other up. Be kind to one another out there. Family, friends, check on each other. You know, everybody needs to be loved. Everybody needs someone to talk to. So be kind out there. Hope you all have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you next week. Much love.